Good morning. A uh, very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Now, we know how important it is to have a trade plan, to be able to do your analysis perhaps um, ahead of any major move that's likely to occur. It allows you to be prepared and it allows you to capitalize on, um, on any what we look for are high probability trades. We're not looking to trade every little single signal uh, that appears. We're looking for very specific opportunities based in um, in our knowledge and understanding of these financial markets. Um, so good morning to those of you guys that are new to us. It's great to have you with us. Um, delighted that you're able to join us. And uh, let's get straight into the session then. Uh, we've still got one open uh, trade, which I'll discuss very, very shortly. Apologies. Okay, then, guys. Um, sorry about that. Not not a great start to the trading week. Um, please see our risk warning currently up on screen and just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself um, with, of course, the risks involved in trading financial markets. It's 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 our em embracing our assumption of risk, which allows us to be consistently profitable over time. Uh, it is something that does require. Uh, a decent amount of attention uh, as this little intro slide is, is likely to to um, give you a bit of context but all profitable traders um, they need to be able to consider which markets to trade so trade selection there's no, there's a lot of education in our live trade rooms around um, trade selection so uh, it's an important feature of anyone's trading strategy and uh, it's not just a case of picking which trade but what why you trade in that particular market um, then we're looking at the levels in terms of where do we want to enter and exit this market. So this is your specific trading strategy, which 
most people are um, like to have uh, certain indicators that might help them make those decisions. Um, we've got a very straightforward, uh, I suppose, approach to uh, to these markets in terms of support and resistance. Um, so once you have that, you need to be able to uh, understand how to manage your risk. So um, this is that your ability to manage risk allows us to be consistently profitable over time. Um, and that's really working out exactly how much of your capital you're committing to each trade. And then if you're in a number of trades, what's your overall exposure to these markets? And certainly when you're starting out in this environment, um, you want to make sure that that is on the lower side. So it's not about increasing risk. It's about, I suppose, understanding how to trade uh, and focusing on that process and being being very effective. And then once you've got a bit of knowledge and experience under your belt, then you can increase trade size and you can take bigger risk on occasion. But certainly starting out, we talk about sort of 1% per trade um, just as a, a basic standard rule. Um, but you do need to calculate how much exposure and what that trade size should be uh, for each individual trade because it can vary due to the size of your stop loss. Um, so ne the next thing is, is trade management. You have to be able to manage even a successful trade. Um, so we put our stop losses at places where they need to be. It's not, you know, so often when we when we use mildly, let's say, um, when the stop losses are placed in, in prices which are a bit precarious, we as traders, we often get taken out on those trades. But if we use levels that are um, that are more important levels to use, then we're able to uh, provide ourselves with a bit of a platform in order to, to focus on trade management. So when the market moves in our favor, we want to mitigate risk. We want to start booking in profit as price uh, edges higher. And you get you become very familiar with that process uh, the longer you're with us. And then trading psychology as well, an important feature. Um, so just to let you know, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. Um, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and we know how to be patient. Um, so not all trade setups are the same. We do sort of rank them in terms of probability. Uh, and like I said earlier, we're looking for those higher probability trades. Um, so, so without further ado, let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with a review of potential market moving news. Uh, and for this guys, we use Forex factory. So you can just Google Forex factory calendar and, um, you will be able to, to track all the news flow for the, for the trading day. So today, the first thing to note is that it's the 31st of July. So it's the last day of the trading month. And these are all always, um, let's say it's tricky trading conditions because um, what you have is a cohort of traders and investors that look to um, settle the books for whatever reason. If they're in profits, they might look to take profits. Um, so you can get a sort of a, a bit of a, a, a balancing um, prices can often you know, not really perform to any great extent, or perhaps if we are in a bit of an uptrend, they can often take a bit of a pause as 
these markets kind of rebalance being last day of the trading month. It's more of a phenomenon that we're very, you know, in tune with. And, um, and what it means is our expectations are not, not overly high. You know, we're not going to, uh, um, expect the world from trading conditions like today. Now, the good news is tomorrow is a, is the start of August. Um, the problem is we're going into summer trading weeks. So that is a bit of a, bit of a concern. It's often, um, you know, you're often hanging around for long periods of time. If you're, if you're looking to trade during the, the summer month of, of August, um, and it's just purely because traders, investors take time off. So there's much, much lower volume, uh, normally every year around the month of August. Um, and actually we take our, um, we take our break for the year, um, for uh, a couple of weeks, uh, every August as well, uh, for that reason. And we do, we are advocates, as you know, of you guys, um, taking a bit of time off. It's been a, it's been a very strange trading year. Um, if you compare and contrast to kind of other trading years. Um, so definitely a break is needed. Um, but you have that break. So you've got fresh mentality. You can, um, you can, uh, recover somewhat from and look at these markets with a, a sort of a fresh eyes, really, which will be important going into September, a very volatile sort of September to end of year, likely to give us loads of opportunities. So um, from a news driven perspective, uh, not really a huge amount. We've had some Chinese manufacturing uh, numbers, PMI numbers due out. So we've got manufacturing PMI actually coming in above expectation, but still below that, that 50 level uh, non non manufacturing PMI um, coming in less than expected. So, you know, some of these economic figures are, you know, aren't great, but it's not the end of the world either. Um, we'll have uh, Eurozone CPI flash estimates. So we'll get a bit of a, a breakdown in terms of how much progress we're seeing across the Eurozone in terms of inflation. Nowhere near the, the I suppose the levels that we're seeing in the US, which are, are, are largely dictating. Um, the other thing just to just to reference really is uh, these bond deals, these US bond deals. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but just to sorry, just to uh, reference the um, the 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 inversion between two and the 10 year treasury yields. So we are still quite elevated, um, 4.91 on the two year, um, 3.99, we're still around that sort of 90, 90 um, basis point inversion between two and 10 year. And that just means that risks are still building despite all this euphoria, despite all of these um, this market's reaction to these markets um, and a lot of the news and, and everything of that nature. There is certain indicators out there that are, let's just say, a little bit on the concerning side. Um, now, we'll always keep that kind of in the back of our minds. Um, and what we generally do to try and overcome that is to be careful buyers. We're, we're quite tentative about buying these markets, which we're happy to do so. We're able to book in profit last night. For those of you that got the update, um, we had our take profit up at the uh, 
it was literally at, at last night's high. So um, 45.95 was exactly our take profit. And the market's kind of rolled off that high. And it's only because we would anticipate 4,600 um, as a, a level for sellers to start coming in and start selling that, that price. Um, so we booked in profit on that trade. So look, we're happy to take the buy trades um, off the back of Thursday's, you know, a very significant uh, turnaround uh, and bearish engulfing in some cases. Um, but it's about retracing that move. So we didn't really buy into that sell sell trade. We were really interested in buying at a lower price, sort of buying a dip type mentality. So today is a is a trade plan. Now, look at the massive turnaround we've seen in the end. So there were some suggestions from the, the BOJ that there would be um, uh, looking at increasing the yield curve control. And then they kind of rode back on it a little bit. And that rode back is just, um, it's just completely uh, retraced this move from Thursday. So really quite explosive conditions there. So elsewhere, um, the question is, do we want to be selling up at these highs in this manner? Um, the answer is probably not. So across the US indices, um, a little bit of indecision. There's two, four, six, there's six days of, um, two, four, six, eight, 10 days in the S&P of um, mildly bullish in terms of a directional bias. You know, we are sort of creeping higher, but it's really quite indecisive price action. It's not great. And you can see Thursday's highs and Thursday's lows were still kind of trading still uh, inside that little range. So um, this is the end of the month. So we, we get an update in terms of monthly highs and monthly lows uh, in the next day or so. And we'll post that as well into uh, our monthly trade plan session so you can get a little bit of a, an update on these bigger timeframes. So we've absolutely made progress, solid progress off the back of the Fed um well let's say the feds uh, hawkishly dovish um sort of rhetoric which is basically now being data dependent so we're now at the we're now in the hands of inflation and right now it's coming down if that starts ticking higher will that will that change the you know, the dynamic, it's very likely to do so. And then we'll see the, the central banks responding accordingly. So we're going to be very mindful of data and, um, and see if these markets react in line with our expectations. So here's the, the kind of the sideways pattern in markets like the, uh, the NASDAQ. So again, we've got that retracement that we were talking about on Friday, but we're not making any progress at those highs now. Um, FTSE, a little bit of indecision there over the last week. And um, Friday, we did get above those highs in the DAX, above the monthly high. We're trading at that level now. So over the course of today, we're not likely to see much more progress than that. Um, the Nikkei, just, we're grinding higher, aren't we? But it's, uh, it's a tough one. Now, now we've got um, Bitcoin just trading at these lower levels. We're just trading the, just below the $30,000 level. It's kind of held up. You would have expected a little bit more of a, a reaction to the downside, but 
certainly not a market that we, we would well it's not an, it's not a market we'd be day trading anyway but so um last week we took we took profit at the 80 dollar level um and we're still trading around that level with potentially further upside there in oil you would be buying the highs that's the only problem we would like more of a corrective move if prices came back to 77 we'd be looking to to you know to start buying again so we've had a, a couple of decent moves to the upside in us oil um gold um it looks like potentially a little bit of dollar strength let's see how the dollar is playing out a little bit of dollar strength today not so much in the euro yet we're this is, so this is the only trade we're currently in um which is the euro dollar trade we still like this trade to the upside Let's see if we get a bit of a retracement today on Fridays, should I say on Thursday's selling. Um, oh, excuse me. Okay, so this is this mixed picture for the dollar again. No, absolutely right. It's, it's a mixed bag. So um, we're looking for the dollar to weaken. You can see a bit of weakness against the pound. Um, you can see a lot of dollar strength against the yen. That's probably the biggest mover. Um, the dollar Swiss. Just to let you know, guys, there's uh, there's trading videos uh, in your members area to help you get your trading accounts set up and to get your platforms currently up on screen. Just to, just so that you know. And if you're if you're new to joining us, we can um, give you a hand you know, getting yourself set up uh, properly. Um, dollar Swiss, we have a bias to the upside, but it doesn't look too attractive on the daily. So not much going on in the CAD either. Looks like potential dollar strength. And then we've got some weakness against the Aussie and the New Zealand. Okay, really mixed bag for the dollar right now. Your yen, the biggest move so far is in the yen pairs. So we can certainly look at yen weakness now. Um, the dollar's very mixed. We could look at oil above 80.50 level and uh, indecision across the US indices. A little bit of weakness potentially okay so so in terms of our trade plan guys we'll switch rooms now um uh, oh no guys i apologize you guys didn't see our charts did you okay can I start this morning again? <laughs> Stop him. Um, sorry, guys, quite annoyingly, um, I, I thought I had this chart up and, uh, and I didn't, so I apologize about that. Um, we'll discuss it a little bit more in our live trade room now very, very shortly. Um, 
not getting the week's trading off to a, a great start just yet. Um, so our summary for the session um, is we've got a mixed dollar. We've got a little bit of softness uh, across the US indices. We'll see how long that prevails. Um, there is clearly defined strength, well, let's say weakness in the yen and um, potentially further upside for US oil. So that's going to be our trade plan. So let me bring, bring this up again on screen. Okay. So, so, um, so up on screen, you'll see our trade plan for, for last Friday, which was kind of a mixed market condition post FOMC, ECB and BOJ. We saw big moves on Thursday, big reversals on Friday. And, um, I mean, we had an either or type approach. So it was either the risk on trade or the risk off trade. Um, we chose the risk on and were able to book in profit in the US indices. Um, we also got into the euro dollar to the upside, which kind of fitted with this risk on approach. Um, or we looked at the risk off, which at the time was more around the dollar. And could we see some good opportunities as far as the dollar is concerned? So, so let me let me wrap this up in terms of providing a little bit more um, of a framework for today's. Um, so yes, we do have sort of the the do have the remain remaining impacts from central banks. So, so I think the first one is is JPEM weakness, and we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna have a look at these these yen trades in a lot more detail now when we switch rooms. Um, and we've got gold. Um, sorry, US oil, isn't it? US oil. above the 80.50 level, which is Friday's high. So it's it's neither or. So look, we really do have currently quite mixed market conditions. We don't really have a huge risk-off trade. We've got a bit of softening across US indices. The dollar is kind of middle of the road. So we've got some markets that are, some currencies that are stronger than the dollar, some currencies weaker. So it's in the middle. And what we do when we trade currency is we look to identify strength versus weakness. Um, so what we're going to look at in detail for the day is um, we're going to look at that yen weakness. Obviously, if anything changes throughout the day, we can obviously adapt accordingly. But we look for that US buy, buy trade, see if it's worth getting in again above the 80.50. So, you know, not a huge amount to work with today. Um, these markets are still digesting these, uh, these central bank Kind of positions that they're taking so what i'm doing is i'm just posting into the chat box then 
uh, your trade plan. Uh, apologies for the technical difficulties this morning. Um, not a great start to the, the, the trading week, but um, we can only get better from here. So look, we'll discuss all these in a lot more detail in our live trade room, uh, which will be there in just a, a minute's time. So for those of you that can join us, uh, you can access it through your members area and we'll see you there shortly. Um, just to leave you on, on the, the nature of these narratives at the moment, um, we do keep flipping from one narrative to the other narrative relatively quickly. There's a lot of talk about the soft landing all based on this positive economic data, which is providing a bit of a risk on upside uh, view of these markets with a what what we don't really have playing along is is the is the dollar the dollar weakness story um bond yields are not rolling over to the downside um they're kind of remaining quite stubborn the two years kind of close to five percent again so we don't have a clean narrative feeding through these markets right now but we as you know we discuss these narratives on a daily basis Right. So just it, all it's doing is feeding into the narrative that we've got quite mixed market conditions at the minute. And these markets are trying to digest, you know, perhaps where, where, where capital should be allocated. It seems a little bit unsure right now. So as a result, we can look, look to cherry pick some good opportunities. We won't have two huge expectations on today's trading, but if we find an identity, identify an, a decent opportunity um, then we look to execute and get into that right then guys um I'll, I'll wrap it up there thank you very much for joining us any questions feel free to post them into the chat box and we'll we'll respond to you uh before we close off the broadcast um and thanks for joining us just to let you know we trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m uh for the european trading session and again at 12 45 p.m for the u for the u.s trading session so you're more than welcome to join us for that. For more information, just go to thelivetrading.com. So from everyone here, thanks so much for joining us. Take care, and we'll, we'll see you uh, in the other room in just a minute's time. Bye for now.